Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Uh, today we'll be, we will be continuing our discussion of the Hyperion Cantos um, with the third book titled Endymion. We're your hosts, John. And Johnny. Um, and I am reading the series, if you, you're just joining us, I, I'm reading the series, um, whereas uh, Johnny has read this series, read the series a while ago um, yeah. in high school, if not I, I, earlier. Well, it was it was high school, and then I reread it senior year at Denison in college. In college, okay. Uh, but it's 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 been a while, regardless. Sure. Um, so um, I'm this is my first time through. Uh, so generally, if I were to sum up my thoughts, it would be um, a good portion of it was pretty rough um, as far as getting through it. Um, but I really like where it's where I feel like it's going. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't have. I, it's not like I'm like oh this is this is going to happen. It's going to happen. Things are going to happen this way. But I I I'm liking the story, the shape of the entire series as 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 I'm going along. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, it's. Oh, I'm not going to say much on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, just spoilers, but that's fair. It there weren't um, there there's not a lot to spoil in this book. Like I can't think of anything that would really be a spoiler in this book. Um, it's a lot of setup. Yes. Yes. You. Yes. The, yeah. The, there aren't like particular. I mean, a lot of the. T- "Quote unquote twists are more pleasant things that like, or not pleasant thing. Pleasant is the wrong word, but like, like I had like a lot of cool, like a cool callback to books one and two. Uh, yeah, there are a number or of stuff, those. stuff like yeah. that. Right, um, and and those, I mean, those are important because they tie they tie everything together, which is even arguably even more important given um, that he has been messing with time through the entire duration of the series. Yes. And I'm I'm thinking that that is going to all tie together in a way I don't quite yet understand. Okay. Um, especially since we said at the end of um, book two, we saw that glimpse of the far future um, where the Kassad uh, fought the Shrikes and yes and everything so that's that's right that might all um, get uh in with each other you know, yeah everything no. cl- uh, comes together yeah i i in general think the world building is awesome in this book uh in terms of cotton like stuff tying together and like continuity and consistency uh, it, it, like so in particular, it, it feels like a natural evolution of oh, like it feels like both a natural evolution of oh, this is kind of the natural direction of how things would go after book two. So, like from at a big picture level, while yeah, there's a power vacuum, something or someone is going to step in and fill that. Well, right. The pack slash the church, the Catholic right. Church, like does that, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and. That is just a really good holdover, and ugh, I just I love the Duray, uh White Pope stuff so much. Right, he's oh, it's, it's it's evil and like, yeah. but like completely makes sense with. <laughs> um, my 
so like what, what again and I and we might get a little more clarity on this but because we left at the end of book 2 with the with the shrike taking out Duray's cruciform yeah and so my interpretation of the the way that the the, the, the papacy happened was that you had Duray, and he had, you know, he just had his life. He lived his life, and then he died, and he died, died. He died, he died the hmm, true death. Right. And then um, Hoyt took his place, but then because Hoyt still had a cruciform that was his, he could he could keep being reborn again and again and again. Yeah, I I forget the that I forget the exact mechanics, so to speak. <laughs> Of how that works, but I mean that would make sense. That, that's how I see it. Um, Ma- yeah, the, the the world building also has a um, has has a purpose as it as it did through the whole series. Um, I I do need to tie this into the biggest um, complaint I have, which is that the I reverse mean... section is too long. Yeah, yeah, um, and. <laughs> yes. I was really not wanting to pick it up towards the, in, right in the middle of the book. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling yeah. excited to read through it. Um, but for a number of reasons, some of that was necessary. Even though I think it could have been less. Yeah, some agreed. of it was necessary, um, particularly because we already got a ton of world building in books one and two about like the kind of the. Like literal world building about like describing the different planets and yes. stuff. Um, especially with the worlds that were like super successfully terraform- terraformed by the hegemony. Yes. And were like tourist destinations and, and really showed the height of, um, what the hegemony was able to achieve. Yes. Um, in, in its mastery over. Mm-hmm. Over the, Na- the, over the, nature, na- nature, yeah, yeah not well, nature to, to, to a degree, with... yeah, nature slash the galaxy. Um, but here we're going through deserted worlds or almost deserted worlds. So it's, I think, part of its purpose is to show us, yeah, this this is what it was, what it's like after the fall. Yes, and I. So I agree that the river section is gener- is too long, and it does drag, down, especially in the middle where it's kind of like, oh well, the soy is chasing them again, and right. like it, it's th- there's a little bit too much of that. Um, but I love the overall concept of it and kind of the atmosphere that he kind of, the dancers creates as you go through the portals, uh, yes. like it, or, or to the different planets in general. Um, like it, it kind of it feels like they're like you're you're exploring this past in a way. It's like a it, like you said, it is technically post-apocalyptic in a way, but also like now it's so it's, yeah. Like in, in that sense, it's like post-apocalyptic, but it's also it's all it's also how stuff would have almost naturally been in some ways. Prior to like the hegemony, um, so yeah, I just think that he does that super well. Some of the a couple of the planners are really cool, like Marinfinitus, 
the sea planet is pretty right. awesome. Um, and the uh, Soldier Kenny Septum, the which it is Hoth, <laughs> like it's like the ice planet. Um, <laughs> I I, I but, love Soldier Kenny Septum. I love I I, I really oh, liked that. Yes, no, I love. I don't. Yeah. I, I say that lovingly. <laughs> no, no, I know. Yes. I know. No, I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, it, but it was that was excellent. Um, Mara Infinitus was 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 um good in parts of it i thought um particularly uh after he's what once he starts getting chased off the dock um and he mm. um almost drowns and he's struggling in the water that was gripping to read and i felt like it, it got me back on track as yep. a reader um but i i agree with you i love the uh the transitions um not only visually which we can see on this um pretty accurate book cover um which is like going from a forest world to a more orangey step type of world um and that is um they're going into god's grove i i I forget where they're coming from yeah, I'm not. but but anyway it's, it's not just visually um like when they go from the desert planet to to the ice planet it's just like a whoop, drop in temperature and it's like oh geez you better you better prepare for that because yeah. i mean you get you get a gushing nose at best if you're if you're not prepared for that right yeah yeah, yeah but it's... but yeah I, that, that was a nice touch that yeah. was a cool touch no, it's yeah it's he, he he does all he does all of that like in, just some of the descriptions are like beautiful and yeah but yeah, it 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 it, it does drag. It, it it's a it's definitely a little too long in the middle, mm-hmm. where it starts to get a little repetitive. Where you're like, okay, like I get it, he's gonna run from Desoya again. Mm-hmm. Where's our next kind of plot or character waypoint for one of the characters? Everything, basically everything from when the ship gets grounded to him escaping the docks on Mary Infinitus. And and that um, That's fair, yeah. That covers so that's two, a two and a half two and a half worlds. Yeah, that's a while. Which by the way, that o- the opening sequence is awesome. <laughs> uh what's uh, the opening where they were or like not sorry Oh not, when not, he's he's in the uh He's in the the strong. Sorry, sorry. I I, well, I I meant opening like when he rescues Nia from the time tomb. Oh yeah, that was that yeah. was cool. The, that was no, cool. the frame is very cool too. But like the frame narrative is very cool too. But, yes, I I was um, I was good with the frame narrative. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, but and so maybe it was that you go from this you know this like awesome action sequence that also does some really cool world building mm-hmm. uh, and that like Martin's hey Martin Silenus is still alive and right that like, was exciting right and like a bit of a bridge yes. for us as readers I appreciate it uh, like as is Ania uh, like a, a, yeah not a, as much well, I mean, I mean kind I, of. not not in terms of like Martin's voice bridges us whereas yes. Ania is just like oh she was also at the very tail end of book two. Yeah, yeah it's, so I don't know her. I didn't know her. But okay, yes. Yeah, so, so I, okay, so uh, a br- bridge is not the right word. She's like she's a fulfillment of something that's up okay, in one yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that better. Um, so so maybe it could have been like it's you get this awesome opening action sequence, and then as far as pacing goes, and then the shit gets grounded, and okay, well. 
now we're kind of sailing on a river without much stuff happening or character revelations and whatnot for a while. Yeah. Is that, like, I, that, like. I mean, I, I think it's rather, you just, you just take out that full world in between. Whether, whether you have the first world that they land in or the desert or, or the, or the hot planet after it, mm. um, cut one of them. And I think you're, I think you're fine. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I, that, that would make sense. Um, cause that there's, not there's enough there to fill up one world as far as events go. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree with that. Um, um, go ahead. I do want to take something back. There is a spoiler in the book, and that is that the um. Let me let me make sure. Let me think and make sure it's oh, in this wait, book. I think. Um. I think so. That the core is behind the packs, like like the, I, basically that like, it. Yeah, I'm like yeah. 90 percent sure that's in this book. Yeah, and 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 yeah. I'm sure that's going to go into more detail in the last book, but and like the nature of that, and it already. I'm I've started the fourth book, and it already kind of is. Um, but here here we learn that the core is behind the packs, but most people don't know that. And yep. there, the Pax's entire rhetoric is humans. Humans are supreme, um, and yes. it's and they're like, don't have, don't, don't even make any smart machines because it's dangerous. It's it's, it's it's like a mixture <laughs> between Palpatine's uh, very uh, human superior, human superiority, in Star Wars mixed with the uh, Dune. Uh, Philosophy on don't ever make thinking machines. <laughs> Wait, is is Palpatine a huge racist? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. He well, because it doesn't come through as much in the movies, or at least the like, like because you you don't see well in the original trilogy you don't see him until he gets like a scene in Empire and then you don't see him until so until I, the last third of right return. Yeah, yeah, so you you don't see him in a lot of contexts. Like mm-hmm. it's it's more like some of the. Like shows and, and even I think even more like the comics that I haven't read and stuff. But yeah, he he is, but it's not it's not for this purposes of like the narrative of Star Wars, like the core narrative. Like it's not something they highlight a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, that that makes sense. Um, it it is a so so the packs or the the core is really. Um, behind the packs for what purposes it's unclear but it's it seems clear at this point that Gladstone's Hail Mary did not completely destroy them it just it just was a sort of setback um and I I I bring this back because it seems relevant to the point at hand um she sacrificed basically everything good that they had built just because the um, the the lingering of humanity and and our deter- our determination not to grow um, was too um, damaging to humanity's far future. Yes, that's I believe that's like what it is. I, I, I haven't 
So, like, the core wants to do a sort of slow burn um, where... I mean, before they were, every time a person would go through the Farcaster, they would um, use, like, they would take their, like, neural processes and and use it to help build the ultimate intelligence, at least the ultimates of the core were. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was one kind of... uh, agenda that they had yes. during during the whole of the hegemony um and yes it's and it's it's continuing here because um the ousters are getting framed for things again um it's kind of happening all over again um and they 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 have something they're they're really afraid of they're certainly afraid of Ania and we're yes. and that's not clear oh, yeah. why yet is because she has like a message or there there's things she can do like future stuff and future seeing stuff um but they're also afraid of they seem afraid of the ousters and what they represent as far yes. as like being a really organic and tied in with nature yes yeah from what i remember that's all pretty correct and that's why it's important, I think, for Rawl, because uh, we barely talked about Rawl. <laughs> yeah, all. right. And he's the well, he he's the main character, but like it's kind of it's it's like him, but like kind of Ania, <laughs> right? But he's he. I mean, part of his whole his whole thing is that he's a bit of a passenger on this journey, right? And Martin Salinas tells him you're you're crucial to this, and he's like, I don't see why, because like I. I get into situations where she, uh, Ania has a better grasp of things than I do. And like, what, what am I even doing here? I'm useless. Right. Um, but he, uh, obviously he could, couldn't have made it without him. Yeah. Um, but I, I, he came from the, it seems that he came from tr- a tradition that seems is definitely an anti-Pax tradition, and it seems similar to the Maui Covenant people. Oh, that yeah, whole with, the, story with, the kind of, with the very kind of resistance to yeah, yeah right like and, and preservation of nature and everything like that. Which that was the console, and I really this is this is my predict. I really wouldn't be surprised if Rawl was descended from the console. Hmm. Okay. And and, yeah. and if that really ends up being his the the most central part of his like he has so many themes in this series but uh, if this is one of the maybe one of if not the most central one um, that of like ch- changing as a part of human nature and and affinity with nature and stuff like that um, then I would understand why he began the series with the console because I feel like that that mm. happened for a reason yeah that makes sense although I do wonder. If he knew when he was writing book one, how much, like, where he had, where the story was ultimately going to end. My general, and this is a more uh, widespread comment, but my general philosophy is just assume they do unless proved otherwise. Okay. Okay. No, that's, yeah, that's fair. Oh, no, that's fair. Um, I think the other really interesting thing about the kind of humans and or it's natural for humans to change is 
uh, is just the idea of the cruciforms and that they are now so widespread and um, right. that it's basically humans <laughs> in, well humans are yeah humans imposing them themselves their like will on life <laughs> yeah they're saying like we are we're, we're going to take human superiority to another level where we don't even succumb to the rules of death yeah which is it's, it's what nature's all about is death and regrowth and they're like no we, we don't we don't do that part <laughs> right yeah right yeah <laughs> we exactly we don't have to do that yeah um which makes Neens or Nemes. I, I always call her Neens. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That makes her like that like she's pretty terrifying when she like first shows up. Like Yeah, and I hate her. Like she's, <laughs> oh, oh she's awful. But <laughs> Yeah. Cause she just like I think she killed the Priest, that one old priest that hadn't accepted the cruciform, and then she also killed all the ice people. And I was yes, like, so and I was like, you, you need to be met with fire and brimstone. Like I, I uh, they, because they were all so they were they were really interesting and they were so nice. Yep, and she comes and she's like, hey, and bye, she's, and she's and and for no other reason than this is leaving them alive is marginally more risky than not leaving them alive like it it, it yeah. didn't even serve an end it was just like this is this is the equation is how they is how she put it yep and I, oh god yeah it's, it's great she, she, she's awful <laughs> but yeah uh, uh um, yeah, I yeah. What was it? I I get like ter- I get heavy Terminator Two vibes from her. Yes, yeah, like it, yeah, uh, right. Or, or not just her, but like the the idea that the Shrike is on like is now on quote unquote like team protagonist, and she's basically the uh like the T three the like upgraded version of the or not not just like upgraded, but she she's a seemingly like more upgraded version or at least certainly newer version of the strike. Yeah. And that's, that's half, if that of the connections to Terminator. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you meant like strike is like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and, um, she's like the T 1000 in T2 as though, um, like in the sense that she's the more advanced and now she's trying to, um, kill someone who in the future is going to lead a resistance but not only that she literally is like quicksilver she is she's liquid metal just like t2 Mm -hmm. and it's weird and we already talked about this it's weird because the timing of terminator Terminator movies versus these books don't make sense they happen they they're like intertwined with one another time uh time of release yeah time of release so i'm like it's not like one's strictly taken from the other they're in a weird kind of dialogue with one another yeah it's pretty interesting um i mean i would imagine a lot of that probably stops after i I also haven't seen anything past the second terminator and don't ever plan to it's 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 not worth it the the second one's one of the best like it's it's a really really good movie yeah (laughs) uh but yeah, but no, it's it's pretty. pretty that, that parallel is pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, with the machines and such. Um, 
Yeah, I I also I, I like DeSoya. I like DeSoya a lot. Yeah, I like how he is. Like he he's he he's a man of principle, so he goes through a lot to undermine Nemes. Yes. Um, which I was like, he, he knows something and he, I could see at the end of the chapter before he got blown to bits basically where he was yeah. setting something up and I'm like, oh, you go, man. You, yeah. You're, 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 you're putting something in motion. I love it. There, yeah. There's, uh, there's a, well, no, I don't. I'll mention that. The, the, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, so there is like an arc of sorts, um, that makes sense because he's a man of principle. So when he sees, oh, the church isn't like, like something's not like eyes up here <laughs> mm-hmm. that, and he's, and he actually does something about it. Like, even right. though he's, uh, even though he's, he's Prince Zuko, but like without, but like without the angst. <laughs> <laughs> like or, or he he functions as Zuko without the angst for the for like um in terms of like I must catch the like the Messiah figure. Oh God, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's there's not a. It's not a super like like we've already said. It's not a super packed book. Um, like I mean, we've gone over like we're what we're describing with Desoya is like that last um, battle with Nemes. I mean, that was yes. cool, but I don't have anything really to say about it. Yes, right. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. There isn't a lot. Yeah, like it's. It's definitely part what you can tell that it's like even like much more than books one and two. This is part one of like really one book, um, especially with especially with the frame narrative. Like it's it's even more part one of 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 a single book that he basically and it, I do I think it. Well, we can talk about this more when we do. Next book, but I, mm-hmm. I I think that it's there was the book would have been too long to release as just book a third book and make it a trilogy, but it's like while they could have he could have like you said cut a couple things from right I, and I think yeah that would be better with just I think I said that at first like he should have just made this a trilogy, but I mean it makes sense to have like the the two books in the um. In the in the one time period, yes. and two books in the other time period, um, and it's so much less work to just take out one of those worlds. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this might be a really short episode. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you have anything else to say? Uh, and this has also been a very meandering episode, <laughs> which I've been okay with. It's a somewhat meandering book. Yeah, yeah. In there places. Um. Oh, oh yeah. The uh, the FTL stuff is just an interesting world building. The what? The, oh, sorry, FTL, like the Fast and the Light Travel. Okay. Uh, how they do it, where they basically blow them into like smithereens and then 
reconstruct them with the cruciform. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is a really interesting... Yeah, like, and, and so, solution to that problem. Right. <laughs> it's like humans wouldn't survive that, but what if they could survive anything? Right. Almost anything. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Um, yeah, like, that's cool. Or, or not, like, cool, per se, but, like, a, a, a very interesting solution to that problem. Uh, and then it ends with them getting to... Earth. Earth, yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I didn't want to like spoil because I forget what. And they're at one. the, uh, they're, they're at Frank Lloyd Wright, who's a famous architect from sometime in the twentieth century. Yeah, yeah. Another uh, culture, another culture, another um, real world cultural mm-hmm. reference that's not just a reference. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, and, uh, and for for some reason, Ania needs to learn architecture, and I'm like. Okay, as long as we don't see much of it. <laughs> I yeah yeah. That's... Um, something really specific about the um, the. Okay, I'm gonna do this slowly. Chit chatuk, the chit chatuk. Oh, that's the people that's from the Soldier Hunter something. Exactly. Um, I loved their prime thing. They had to oh, be a prime yes. number, um, or at the very least, an odd number. Though I found it strange that they were like, okay, we're decently all right because we're at 25 and that's an odd number. But once we drop these three people off, we're going to be at 22 and that's really bad. And I'm like, 22, on average, even numbers are going to be worse, obviously, because none of them, almost none of them are prime. Um, But that's the same number of divisibles as 25. And 25 has to be bad because it's like a perfect square. That's true, right. It's, it's, it's like, the, the, it's, it's not prime, like, at all. <laughs> right, I was like, yeah, right. Like, the, there's other mathematical things. It, 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 it fits into other mathematical, fun, like, coinc- or weird coincidence things. <laughs> it just, it just, it just yeah. really intrigued me. Um, and I, but no, they, they seem to frame it, um, so I actually have it open to a quote here where it says, um, the indivisible people greet the warrior slash hunter slash seeker who chooses to travel in the glow of the next to perfect indiz- indivisibility. That's such an interesting sentence. And this is the scene, this is actually the, I actually happened to open where she kills them, the names. <laughs> yeah, but- um and chooses to dra- travel in the glow of the... And that actually did confuse me, though, because they call that the next to perfect indivisibility, and she's traveling alone. So so you would think that one would be the perfect indivisibility, um, unless zero is the perfect indivisibility. <laughs> so, But I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not right. important. Um, but the fact that it's about division and lack of ability to divide properly is another i guess a way to celebrate unity in a funny way yeah that's interesting i yeah i I didn't thought of that from that angle but yeah that's a good point hmm unity (laughs) unity yes uh anything 
else. Soldier, okay, wait, just make sure I'm not going crazy. And Soldier Cody Septon, that's where he like goes underwater to like. Yeah, and that was that was that was rough to read. Because yeah, he he was that... in a completely different way. It, it was like oh he he was struggling, <laughs> and then he he um, almost died. And that was a really sweet scene where they uh, shared their the heat yeah their, 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 their yes I thought yeah their body heat yeah yeah that scene always stuck with me like both that that section like for him going underwater to them like sharing their body heat. Well, I I think part of the reason for that is that. While he's narrating the scene, he literally says, "This stuck with me." Oh, does it's, he really? It stuck with him. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Maybe that's sublim. Maybe he's subliminally, subliminal, subliminally <laughs> in my head. Yes. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. Um. I think that will just about do it. Yeah, I think I don't have anything else. Uh, I'm sure it will be. Um, the, the length of the next book will make up for yeah because I mean, uh, or the next episode will make up for this one well yeah you, I mean, you have a conclusion to natural any time and and there will be mysteries revealed yes 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 because I've 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 forgotten when certain things are revealed and whatnot uh, so I've been somewhat cagey about some things and we will not have to be cagey in the next episode so. yes Okay, but until then. Uh, this has been the Acolytes of Merlin. Uh, we're your host, Johnny. And John. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.